It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. And if it's the first time you're joining the show, bienvenue, welcome. The accent is French, straight from Paris. I want to start the show before I get to your calls with a quote that was given to me by a friend who said about dating, listen to this. He said, date the person who tells you to be safe when you go out, not the one who gets mad. Partnership, not ownership. I so agree with this. No one owns no one. It's always and always will be a partnership that needs to be worked on. Uh, we're going to go to you calls, you questions, you love stories. So just dial in 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, just call me 855-905-8255. Nadia, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nadia. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on tonight? Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm having a big problem with my boyfriend. He's insisting that we get a pet, and I don't like pets. I don't like to breathe their hair. It makes me allergic. I think they're dirty. And he's insisting that we get a cat. He says, you know, that pets enrich our lives. And I understand that, but I don't want it. I don't want to deal with it. And he keeps insisting and can't believe that I won't go along with it. I see. When you talked about it with him, what was his logic? I mean, if you told him you're allergic, that's a pretty good point. So what was his argument for not going with it? Well, yeah, he kind of seemed like he didn't really believe me. I mean, we've been over at people's houses and it hasn't bothered me that much, but it's the cumulative effect. I can't live with any kind of animal that has fur. I just, I try to avoid them and it's like, yeah, it's like he thinks I'm being dishonest or something. And why should I have to be uncomfortable in my own home? All right. I think I have an idea for you. So I think you got to tell him why this can be a deal breaker. It would be like somebody who has a heart problem. And then let's say you and your boyfriend had a great relationship. And then you decide you guys want to move out to, uh, you know, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, with the altitude or, or Aspen or wherever, you know, when the altitude or Santa Fe, New Mexico. And, you know, people with heart that have arrhythmia or difficulties, they can't breathe well in altitude. So, you know, it could be beautiful, it could be poetic, it could be wonderful, he would be unadease. Yeah. So I think you could explain the comparison. You have a bad heart. If I said, let's move to a house in a, in a place where there is high altitude, you would not be breathing well. Telling me you want to bring a cat home is doing the same thing to me. So you're going to have to decide it's between me or the cat. I appreciate that, Simon. That's a great analogy. I mean, I never thought of it like that. And and then how how could he resist? Because then he would be saying, oh, I want you to be uncomfortable for me. Exactly. It's like either he loves you and he's going to say forget about the cat, which I think he will, or we have a major problem because then he doesn't really love you and then you're going to say to him bye-bye. Yeah, it's kind of like a litmus test also. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. so... Let's see what he says. You're most welcome. Nadia, thank you so much for calling and good luck to you. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. You know what? I want to talk a little more with you about deal breakers, things that we should not have to deal with when we're in a relationship. That's next. Have you ever been in a relationship and out of the blue, your partner who knows you said something like the one who said to Nadia, my last caller, hey, I think it'd be a great idea if we got a cat. Knowing she's allergic, 
to the hair of the cat, right? So that it really upsets me. I don't know if you've been there because there's other things like, you know, some of us can have a partner who smokes. Like, I'm okay. My mom, my sister, everybody in France still smoke probably. So if, if I date a girl who smokes, no big deal. But I understand that some people can't stand the smell of smoke. And if somebody would just say to them, hey, I'm going to start smoking, that would be like against them. Or, you know, another thing, like uh, if you can eat, you know, a certain kind of food or if you're vegan or if you're like, you can't have lactose, people have to be careful the way they cook together. That's really the fundamental of respect in a relationship. And with that come a story, personal story of mine. Stay with me. You'll get my point. So here's a personal story of mine, true story. So if you've been listening to this show for a while, you know I don't drink. Um, I, it's not my thing. I don't like the lifestyle of drinking. And so it's one thing that I really I, I avoid people who are drinking a lot. I don't judge them. They do what they want. It's just not my lifestyle. So I was dating this girl way back when. And um, when we were at home, she was not into drinking at all. But the minute we walk into a bar or a sports bar, because I like to watch, you know, like uh, basketball, stuff like that, she would get out of her mind drunk. And it really pissed me off. And at the end, I told her, I think it's against me. Because you know if you're dating me, we've agreed that's not the lifestyle I like. So go without me drinking. But every time we go out, you get so wasted. I found it really not respectful. And I had to break up with her. I don't know if you've been in a situation like this. Sometimes it's about drinking. Sometimes it's about another lifestyle. But we got to respect each other. No respect, no love. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you had the privilege to be touched by love or a memory of love, share it with me, please. And call me 855-905-8255. Sam, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sam. You have a love story for us? I do. I have a very sweet um, first date story of a guy that I'm actually still dating. So it's Okay. Well, um, so on our first date, I feel like a lot of romance is gone these days, and he planned every single element perfectly to what I would like. Um, he picked me up. He came to my door. He opened my door for me. In the car, he was he had done research on what kind of music I liked, so he had music queued up that he knew I would like because he has very different music tastes than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, then he took me, he knows I, it was around the Christmas time and he knows I love the holidays. So he, and he's not a big holiday person, took me to look at Christmas lights and we got hot chocolate and we walked around and mm. we just took in all the, the holiday scenery that I'm sure he was not enjoying. Um, <laughs> and then he took me for an amazing dinner that wasn't like super expensive or super fancy, mm-hmm. which is not what I like. It was just delicious and exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just one of those times where you get a little faith in, in romance that someone actually pays attention. Exactly. I feel like that's been lost a lot. And it was just the most magical first date I've ever had. Paying attention is an extraordinary expression of love, and there is no love without proof of love. And I think that Sam, what he did is paid so much attention to details to make you happy. Out of the whole evening, what's the one detail you thought was the most romantic? Everything was, but there was a one thing that you look back, you think, oh, that was so sweet. I think it was having music in his car that he knew I would like. What's your type of music? I like more, you know, like 
folksy music from the 70s, like James Taylor, John Denver, and he's like heavy metal guy completely. <laughs> so for him to play my kind of like easy listening music uh-huh. was a big deal. Like I knew that he had really put some thought into it. Listen, he did really good. You got to give credit to that guy because that going from heavy metal to what you <laughs> like to hear. Hey, Sam, this is this is love. This is this is romance. That's what I'm talking about. Paying attention. Thank you so much uh, for uh, sharing that story with me tonight. Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Have you ever had a great first date and were unsure afterwards if the person liked you or not? Stay with me and I'm going to share my personal advice on this. Have you ever been, I laugh because I've been there, having a great first date, but at the end, there was this awkward moment, should we kiss, not kiss? You know, you kind of, the French kiss twice on the cheeks, the American, you know, should they give a hug, but nothing like no smoochie-doochie has happened. But you had a great date, and you don't know for sure how to know if that person liked you too or not. And, and that's a situation I am almost certain that anyone who's been on a few dates in life has had it. Does that person like me or not? Now, there's a couple of things you need to remember for the next time you go on a date that's going to make easy for you to know if that person likes you or not. Stay with me. I'm going to share those signs next. So have you ever been on a date where, you know, the date itself goes really nicely? You know, you guys look at each other in the eyes, good smiling, no awkwardness. Uh, flow conversation is very natural. The date has lasted longer than usual. You forgot the universe, right? But at the end of the date, there was no kiss. There was nothing. And you wonder, I wonder if that person is into me. So when I want to know if the person I'm with and I like is into me, I smoothly go to her hand and caress a little bit of her hand for no more than three or four seconds. And there is where I can feel if she likes me or not. Goes well, later on, you can have a little smoochy doochy. The hand goes away, no smoochy doochy. You have a friend there and nothing more. Anyway, any more questions? Just call me now, 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship? Just dial 855-905-8255. Merci, bonjour. Bonjour. So I just have a question. What do you do um, when your fiancé asks for space like five months before your wedding? So explain to me, so how long have you been together? Seven years. And how long have you been engaged? Uh, it's been a year. And what do you think happened between the two of you for him to want space six months before the actual wedding? Well, when we first met, he kind of had commitment issues to begin with. We met in college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that kind of disappeared as the years went on. But um, I kind of think maybe they're resurfacing. I'm not really sure. There just started to become some distance as wedding plans continued. And I don't know if it's just me having a ton of anxiety or that I should M- be worried. Missy, do you feel uh, you have anxiety to marry him? Uh, now I have a little anxiety. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's some underlying reason why there's distance being created. But before that scenario, no. Do you think, Missy, that he wants to marry you? You know, originally I did. And um, initially, yeah, I think he was really excited to get married. And he used to talk about it all the time. 
and now he's not at all anymore because he wants to take some time off. So I suggest this. I'm not going to tell you to break up with him or stay with him. I'm going to ask you to invite him to a couple of therapy session. It's so important. We're talking about a wedding that either going to be canceled or go to, and then there's a lot of consequences. So instead of taking any risk by guessing, how about if you're okay with this, Missy, to have a therapist in the middle between you and him that can help understand what is he going through and is it just cold feet or sadly maybe he doesn't want to marry you and then you should know this ASAP because you don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to marry you anyway. I know. Right? So yeah. let's give a chance to a good couple of therapists to figure it out. Yeah, that's a good idea. I just, maybe I'm afraid of what they're going to say, but I think that's a well, productive thing to do. I think so too. I, he's not on the line with us, so I can't help you both of you like that. I can only hear you and offer that solutions because it's too important for anyone to rush an advice or a judgment on something so deep and important. Something happened to him for him to change his mind and you deserve to know, he deserves to know and you guys need to decide together and quickly, okay? Yes. Thank you so much for your advice. You're most welcome. Good luck to you and be strong. Thank you. In the frame of a relationship, do you think taking a break is good or bad for the relationship? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been in a relationship for a while and at one point you said, I need a break. I don't need to break up. I don't need to you know, end the relationship, but I need a break. I need space. I need a month or two for myself because I can't breathe. I think, you know, we on top of each other too much. Usually that happens, by the way, you know, at the beginning of spring when after three months of winter and, and bad weather, we all go cabin fever. But uh, do you think a break can work? That's my question. Have you ever been in that situation? I believe if we have a rule that during the break time, we don't date anybody else, we don't ooh-la-la with anybody else, we really reflect on our relationship with the partner we're having a break from, then yes, it's constructive. Because I believe sometimes you need a week, two weeks, two months, just to reflect and miss the person, to see that the grass is not greener next door. So taking a break is a good thing. I have a personal story I'm going to share with you about this. So that's next. I took a break. I was back in, I don't remember, six or seven, so a while back, about almost 12 years ago, 13 years ago. I was dating this wonderful and lovely girl and so charming and funny. God, best sense of humor ever. Anyway, so, but I got on her nerves. She got on my nerves. And we said to each other, can we, we need a break. We need a month of break. And we agreed. No, you know, online dating, no dating, no seeing other people, no going on date, no ooh-la-la. And we would text back and forth. It was not, communication was not close. But we would not see each other for about, I think, four or five weeks. It helped us tremendously. We stayed another two years after that together. Why? Because after a couple of days, after a couple of weeks, you miss your partner. And that's the feeling that you're looking for. Miss your partner again. And that like reset everything else in the relationship that was not working. It's a good feeling to miss your partner. So I advise you to do the same. If you need it, take a break. But next, are you calls? 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question for me? Just call me. Kim, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous, Kim. What is up? How can I help you tonight? 
Um, so I have a question. Um, I've been uh, with my partner for about uh, four years now, and uh, we live together. Everything's really great. Um, we have a lot of fun. The romance is awesome. But when it comes to just, you know, like everyday type of, you know, chores, you know, whether it's the laundry dishes, you know, cleaning, uh, that kind of stuff, it just seems like, you know, like pulling teeth or like there's like a reminder every single time or, you know, I feel like I'm walking him through everything like it's the first time. <laughs> so I was uh, just wondering how I can, you know, do that a little bit easier without, you know, feeling like we're becoming like, you know, mom and son. I, I get it. Kim, uh, was he always like that, like not wanting to do anything or that's just lately? I guess it's always been like that. Like he's not lazy, but like I have to ask for everything over and over again. And have you had a conversation about it with him? Um, A little bit. It's probably coming off more like me nagging. I don't think I've had like a real sit down. Okay, maybe it's time to do so. And so when you want to have this conversation, you said, listen, I have a great idea. I don't want to nag you, but let's talk about it. And you write down with him, asking to write also what he thinks needs to be done in the house. So you both write, you know, here he has to do this, 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 this. And then you, the compromise that I see for both of you is, okay, do you agree to do this? I agree to do this. You agree to do this one. I'll do this, right? So it's kind of a quid pro quo kind of deal, okay? Mm -hmm. And then it's not your deal. It's not your demand. It's you guys' compromise. It's you guys' deal. And then... He will agree to it. But you have to involve him in the conversation, have him put on a piece of paper what needs to be done in the house, and have him agree to what he should do and what you should do. Okay? Okay, great. Thank you, know, you. That's what I would do. You're most welcome. Thank you for your call, and good luck with that. Have a good night. You too. Thanks. Next, I have a question for you. Do you think jealousy is a sign of insecurity? We'll talk about that next. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Thank you for spending the night with me, night after night after night. It, it makes the world to me, to my team. We prepare the show, we get hyped up, and then it's showtime. So thank you so much for being with me tonight. And all the calls, by the way, and, and the message, the email, the DM, and everything else. Thank you. Merci beaucoup. I want to finish by giving you the result of a poll I had on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Check it out. There was this question for you. Is jealousy a sign of insecurity? 77% of you said, yes, it is. And 23% said, no, no, it's not. I think jealousy is a sign of insecurity. I go one step further. I think jealousy is an expression of hate, not of love. Nothing good comes out of jealousy. So work on your jealousy a little bit. Remember, it is a sign of insecurity. I'll be back tomorrow night. Thank you again so much for being with me. Really, thank you. And have a good night. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.